Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Age of Radio. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time once again. Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man, and as always, joining me, my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. You ready to do this? Yes, sir. It is time for Saturday Wrestling Talk, and we are previewing the two-night event of WWE's WrestleMania. WrestleMania 37 will be commencing next week, two-night event, April 10th and 11th, from Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida. This is going to be awesome, dude. Uh, I like the fact that they can do... Like a two night event because of everything, you know, with COVID and whatnot. They ain't got fans. So they want to make it a two night event, go for it because it'll make the matches much better, I think. Well, it is going to be limited capacity, but so. Oh, so there are going to be people there? Yes, there will be people there. Oh, wow, cool. That's just in limited capacity. Yeah. But still, it's going to be nice to actually have fans at the event. Definitely. All right, sir. So are you ready to start this off? With. Let's go. With an old rivalry renewed in Kevin Owens taking on Sami Zayn. I mean, was there was there really any doubt here? This is a good match. Mm-hmm. Um, they've already had a great rivalry back from NXT and whatnot. So, um, best friends sharing mortal enemies. Yes, sir. So that's what we're gonna do eventually. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Or am I? Ooh. Uh, yeah, this is one of the better rivalries. Yeah. As we always know, friends in real life make great enemies in the wrestling biz, so it makes this a a very good quality match to put on. It's probably going to be a day one match, um, my guess, but it's still worth the um, WrestleMania event. Yeah, we're, we're checking out, man. Absolutely. All right, next up, Intercontinental Champion Big E Langston takes on Apollo Crews. Yeah, man, uh, this is going to be like two bulls going at it again. Yep. Um... But I don't know if Big E holds on to the title here, bro. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Big E was kind of dominating early on in that match um, at Fastlane, but then uh, when he 
Um, Paul Cruz started coming back a little bit. Biggie held on to win that title, but then Cruz decimated him after the match, and it looks like uh, Biggie's definitely not getting rid of Paul Cruz anytime soon. And it looks like Cruz is ready to step up and become champion. Yeah, man, I think uh, with his newfound her- heritage, well, well, our newfound knowledge of his heritage, right? Um, I think that now that he's becoming more of a character of who he wants to be as a person. Uh, mm-hmm. This might make it more unstoppable. Yeah, it definitely can. All right, man. Next up, we have Cesaro taking on Seth Rollins. Oh man, this is this is awesome, dude. Two very technically sound guys, um, and they like to put it all on the line and make a show for the crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be a good match. I love the technique both competitors bring, and both bring uh, athleticism and power, which is fantastic to oh, watch. Yeah. So it makes it a very, this will make a very compelling, hopefully at a time in the day or at a time of the night where it's not, and hopefully not being a squash match. Because that's my only worry about this match. It could end up being a squash match. I don't know. I wouldn't really much call it a squash match. I mean, they're both very good superstars. I mean, this could be on any main event pay-per-view. So. Well, I, and I agree with that. I'm just saying with how much everything they got to cover oh, and all yeah, that definitely. it could end up being one of those matches that ends up it's in the wayside like the, it's kind of like the what we were talking about with with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens it's a good match but you don't know how it's going to play out because of it being a two night event yeah and where it ends up being stuck on the um, on the on the card either day could end up giving us shortchanged on a, that style of a match. Definitely. All right, next up, the ultimate bro, the United States champion Riddle takes on the very irritated and pissed off Irishman, Seamus. Yeah, I think the bro has a chance to win this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, he already he defeated Bobby Lashley, mm-hmm. who is now the reigning, defending WWE champion. WWE champion. Yes, so, sir. but I would not count Seamus out of this match because Seamus has been on a roll lately. Yes, and. Uh, the matches between him and McIntyre, they've been beating the holy hell out of each other. So it's going to be interesting to see, that's for sure. Yes, sir. All right, next up, Braun Strowman taking on Shane McMahon in a steel cage match. Ooh, I love Dude, those. It, it gives you chills, right? Makes you think of old time like mm-hmm. like him versus Kane or something back in the day, right? Yes, sir. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be interesting. Uh what I love about this is Shane McMahon, any time he does a match, he puts his body all in the line. Yep. And uh, the only thing I hope for is that he survives because uh, <laughs> he's going against you know the monster among men, so we'll see what happens. Right, the Strowman Express is looking to deal, derail Shane McMahon, <laughs> and it's yeah. going to be one heck of a match. That's what I always love about Shane. You said it. He puts his body on the line. He always puts on a good performance. I love it too. So it's great. Like, because like he is like the ultimate rich guy. He doesn't have to go out there and do anything. I mean, he's already set for life. But that dude, there's something about wrestling that he just he loves that hardcore status about it. I mean, the match between him and him and Kurt Angle, man, that that was crazy, dude. Yeah, I mean, it was just a few years ago when we had him versus The Undertaker yeah. in Hell in a Cell, and we had a great match out of that. Right. Uh, so it was just fantastic. All right, next up, probably he could end up being a squash match. Uh, we'll see, depending on how that goes throughout the night. 
Bad Bunny taking on The Miz, one of those celebrities versus wrestlers. Yeah, matches. I think this is going to be one of them ones that maybe maybe Bad Bunny slips in something to get the pin real quick. Yeah. And then, you know, you get that look on, on uh, The Miz's face, which would be great, that that shock. Like, what mm. the hell just happened here? I just lost a or, Bad Bunny. Or a little uh, interference from Damian Priest that also cost Miz the match. Definitely, man, because I, I think that uh, this this match is more or less kind of a filler type thing. I think oh, yeah. um, it's it's promoting Bad Bunny and mm-hmm. giving the Miz something to do. Yeah, because they kind of just went, here's your championship for a week, and now we're taking it from you. <laughs> and now they've dropped the ball on him, and it's like, here you go. This yeah. is what you get. All right. So we're gonna make you that. We're gonna get you at WrestleMania. Don't worry. But you're not. You're you're not. You're not, you're doing not anything getting fun. anything great. Yep. All right. So Rhea Ripley recently made her debut on Raw on Raw, and has already challenged and has been accepted by Women's Champion Oscar. So this match at WrestleMania is gonna be very intense. Well, I mean, was there any doubt with this? I mean, I mean. It was kind of out of left field only for the sole fact that, you know, Charlotte, she was poised to go after the the Women's Championship, but she's been dealing with COVID issues. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think Rhea Ripley definitely deserves it because she's proven herself against Charlotte. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, this is going to be an interesting match. Uh, you know, Asuka is all about her submissions, and, and nobody's ready for Asuka, but Rhea Ripley, man, she's a powerhouse, and uh, I think she can I think she can take Asuka on. I do, too. Um, one of the things about um, taking on someone who's unorthodox in style like Asuka is, if you can um, control her with your power, that really benefits you. Oh, yeah, and I think Rhea Ripley definitely has that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Has that advantage on her, and... Uh, Without a doubt. You know, not only that, but... To make a statement like that coming over to Raw, mm-hmm. they'll take out the Raw Women's Champion and take the title. Right. That makes the biggest statement ever. Yes, sir. All right, so next up, we have The Fiend taking on Randy Orton. Yes, finally the psychological games commence with some physical action. So this mm-hmm. is going to be interesting. Um, you know, I hope they don't doll it up like they did with with the fiend and John Cena type thing. Oh yeah, the, the uh, funhouse. I really thing. hope there is a match, right? Because it would be nice to to see them actually go at it. So yes, sir. It would definitely actually be interesting to see how that goes. Um, obviously, I still the, say Alexa Bliss is better than the fiend. Psychologically, yeah, yeah, I do too. Um, obviously, the fiend returned at Fastlane. From being burnt alive in the previous pay-per-view with Randy Orton. Yeah, they made him look a little nasty, brother. I'm like, hey, this is kind of cool. Kind of reminds me of like a Slipknot look. Yeah. I mean, at least they kept his burnt alive kind of thing going with him. Instead of when they had Randy Orton get a fireball to the face, how quickly that got healed. And then they say it was like third degree burns and like you can't even see it now. Yeah, like, he, there's no dude. evidence that he was ever burnt. Yeah, it's just yeah. crazy. All right, so Raw Tag Team Champions The New Day take on AJ Styles and Omo, Amos. Sorry. Amos, yeah. Uh, I would say The New Day have the advantage being that they've been the, you know, they've been the more established tag team. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, man. Almost he is just a 
figure of scariness just to look at. I'm afraid to see what he's going to do in that ring. Yeah. Um, and AJ Styles is nobody to mess with either. I no. know a lot of people won't care for AJ Styles, but AJ Styles is still the phenomenal, phenomenal one. Yes, he's still the phenomenal soccer mom. <laughs> now, why well, I say a lot of some people don't care for AJ Styles, big man over here just does not care for him. I don't really know. Uh, yeah, the experience with the New Day helps them a little bit, but the powerhouse that is almost pretty much gives AJ Styles an almost they, the they advantage. The only way they might have a chance is say Big E decides to show up for this match and just helps them out. Boys on. Yeah, that, um, that might be their only hope. Yeah, I don't know. I see them winning this match, and if they do, it'll be off some fluke roll-up. Yeah, it really will be, because it's just going to be hard for them to uh, beat AJ in almost this it, It's not not to say anything against Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, but really, Xavier Woods has, to me, he's not really done much of anything in the WWE. Right. And... Kofi Kingston cannot beat AJ Styles and almost no, you know. So, All right, man. So next up, uh, SmackDown Women's Champion Sasha Banks taking on the Royal Rumble winner Bianca Belair. Dude, I love this. It's like the veteran versus the rookie. All you know, everything, and not only that, but the way they built this match up, mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a firecracker, dude. It is. It's gonna be um, very intense. Uh, Sasha, of course, has the veteran experience on her side uh, and her uh, athleticism, but and, Bianca Belair, yeah. she she's good with the mind games. And mind games, yes. Yeah, psychologically, um, she's got the advantage, but Bianca is also very athletic in her own right and also very powerful. So if she can get a hold of Sasha Banks, there's a good opportunity that Bianca Belair can walk out WrestleMania in the new SmackDown Women's Yeah, I think she has a great chance. I remember watching her back in NXT thinking this girl's going to be something good one day, and uh, she's finally getting her chance to prove it. So Mm -hmm. we'll see what happens, man. Yes, sir. All right, so WWE Champion Bobby Lashley not taking on Brock Lesnar, as I tried to predict. (laughs) I was wrong on that one, but he takes on... Former WWE champion Drew McIntyre. Uh, this is gonna be like two bulls just beating the hell out of each other. I really think that Drew McIntyre has a chance to regain the title. Mm-hmm. Um, being that you know Bobby Lashley has turned his back on the Hurt business, and uh, not entirely. He's still with MVP. Still they MVP, just kicked out Alexander but... and. And uh, um, Shelton Benjamin. So that's not entirely surprising. It still plays a factor, though, because them boys are pretty irritated. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, maybe they can end up um, costing Lashley the uh, WWE Championship, and we'll see what happens when that. Yeah, man. Uh, I know I, a lot of fans are really irritated that, they are, that they're broke up. Yeah, even uh, Dave Batista weighed in on it. But I'm like, why do you guys care so much? I was just like... Really, they're not the next evolution. I don't care what anybody says. They're 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 a great group of talent, but they're not the next evolution. Right, and I don't understand. And we understand. Well, not we. Um, the I understand it myself. But a lot of people just liked how well that they were all all their momentum for everybody in the group seemed to be carrying 
towards, um, you know, you know, they had at one point you did have Alexander and, Be- and Benjamin, the tag champions. United States champion was Lashley until he dropped it and then became the WWE champion thanks to all that bull yeah. crap with The Miz and Drew McIntyre. Understandable. And then they dropped their titles, which kind of was the letdown, and then, of course, they got kicked out. I just think it, it's it been a what? I, when's the last time? It's been a while since everybody's held a title in a faction. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. It's like the Shield. Yeah, where the Shield held. Um, so yeah. I can kind of understand though, because they saw the group had a lot of momentum. Of course, it's not necessarily going to be Evolution, or even NWO. Well, or no, anything, like but... literally, I seen it was somebody con- talking about it. Like they thought they were like they could have been the next Evolution. I'm mm. like, oh crap, dude! You might have gotten the legacy out. <laughs> yeah, you might have gotten the legacy out of it, but that's about it. Yeah, but um, I just think a lot of people, though, were butthurt over the fact that they had pretty good momentum as a group, and they kind of just went ahead and derailed it right before WrestleMania. Well, it's just kind of like I'm, I'm irritated with the fact that they they got rid of the Shield as quick as they did. They could have kept that thing going for a year, dude. I mean, look at Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Whenever they decide... Hey, we're DX again. They, they, everybody's like, yeah. I mean, if the Shield ever decided, if Dean Ambrose came back and said, you know, I want to be a part of this again, or John Moxley, whatever you want to call him, but mm-hmm. if he decided, I want to be a part of this again, bring that back. I'm sure they would. I think that I think part of that might have been the reason why he did leave. Not only did they kind of mess up him with him creatively because they wouldn't let him have much creative control over his Dean Ambrose character in WWE, but then the fact that they did break up the group, they made it look like they're going to bring it back, and then they kind of just went, no, we're not going to do that, or it was just kind of a one-shot off, and you're just like, well, what the heck? Come on. I mean, it's not like the group's old. They barely got going. Right? I mean, they were together for all of maybe a year, year and a half. They had, well, they had a pretty good dominant two, two and a half years, you know, before uh, Seth Rollins betrayed them and all that bull crap. Yeah, yeah, I really would have thought that actually would have lasted a little bit longer. Yeah, it was a little lackluster, and I think this thing with the Hurt Business, I really didn't care for it from the get-go, so for me, it's like, whatever, it's, it's done, cool. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I like is to see an MVPs back in the WWE and trying to help put over people. And I do like the fact that Shelton Benjamin is has been relevant. Yeah. And I do like Cedric Alexander, I've been watching him. Since you know he was up in, up in the independence and stuff, so for me it's it's cool to see guys like that get a good push. But it's like this, I don't know. I I don't, and you know maybe some fans are right. The WWE has a problem with factions. Yeah. So I think AEW has too many factions. Right, they got a little bit overkill on factions because they even have factions within factions. Yeah. You, know, you got the elite, the the elite side of WWE or I mean, AEW, and then within that you got the Nightmare Family, and you got the Young Bucks. It's just like, what the heck are we doing? Well, the Young Bucks are, are brothers, so well, I understand that, but still, but it's, just it's like, like, yeah, it's it's weird because you got the elite, you got so many different the Pinnacle now, yeah, the Inner Circle, and it's it's kind of giving me a headache a little bit with how many factions you're trying to keep no, up with. No, that's right. I mean, it's like if you're going to do a faction, do one faction or two factions. One, you know what I mean? Like one, two factions to go against each other or something. Yeah. But nothing like, you know, 
then got factions, and then got factions, factions within factions. Within factions, yeah. It's like, what is this? So it's like, are you really a faction? If you have a separate faction within your faction, it's just like, what What are we doing here? <laughs> All right, man. So finally we reach the main event, probably the Sunday night main event. The Universal Champion, Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan's in a triple threat match. Dude, this is going to be amazing because, you know, triple threat matches are no holes barred, right? Yes, sir. You can pretty much do whatever you want. No disqualifications. What I love about this... No countouts. What I love about this if you, is you've got three stories of men that at some point had to leave the WWE for medical reasons. Yes, sir. Said that they would never... You know, there was even talk there was never going to be uh, another match with Daniel Bryan. There was never going to be another match for... For Edge and with Roman Reigns and his condition, we didn't know what was going to happen. Right. So, the fact that these three powerhouse superstars get to to pull off this match mm-hmm. and this magnitude in a time when everyone needs to be, you know, we need a little happiness in our life. So, I think this match is going to be the match of the night. And I I don't care who wins. I'm rooting for everyone. Mm-hmm. But if I had to guess who might win, I would say Edge. Only because he came back. He didn't win the Rumble last time. He won the Rumble this year. Mm-hmm. And if he, re, if he recaptures the title, that's awesome. It may not be the title he lost, but at least he can say, you know, they never took it. Yeah, that's true. So, um, when it comes to this match, of course, we got three different styles. Roman's just a straight up powerhouse. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Daniel Bryan, the ultimate underdog, athleticism from days and days, and Edge is the complimentary in between. He's got some power. He's got great athleticism. So we're saying this is kind of like a. It's a it's a really well balanced match. Honestly, you got it's, it's kind of like when when Daniel Bryan once again went against Triple H and Batista. Yeah. The only difference is is Triple H and Batista have history. So I thought they're just gonna tag up on on Daniel Bryan. He's gonna get his ass kicked the whole match. Nope. Not this time around. This time around, it's even playing field. Yeah. There shouldn't be any worry about any um, team ups with anybody, uh, but. I honestly, I still think, though, Roman's probably going to retain the championship and walk out WrestleMania still universal champion. Do you think so? I think so. Wow. Um, don't get me wrong. I think Edge winning the title would be a great story, and they could probably run with that for a little while. Uh-huh. It's just my worry is how much, honestly, does he really have left in the tank? And to me, there's been a couple times where he's looked like he's been close to E. A little too much. And I hate to see him win a title and have to be out for a little bit because he's so exhausted. He doesn't have the energy to retain a championship. And, you know, every everybody hates that. You know, we had to sit there and watch Lesnar be off for but four Lesner months. Lesnar would do this shit on purpose. He had... I know. What irritates me is with him is he had the engine to go, dude. Yeah. It, it was just... Fill my fill my pockets with money and I'll right. play your game. Right, but I just I don't want any I don't want that to be any thought on edge though. It's like, well, he's just 
now he's champion. Now he won't really defend it that often because he might just not have the ability to defend it. Yeah, often you're enough. right. And and the younger generation, they're already pissed off about this match because why does Edge get to be in? Uh, right, and I think that's kind of why they threw. And that's and I think that's kind of why they threw Brian in it. Is to kind of satisfy some of the fans that are like, well, why is Edge in there? Because he's he's old school. He's been gone for forever. At least Daniel yeah, Bryan's been. These dumb people that did. They've been watching wrestling since the 2000s. Right. Dude, come on, man. Yep. Grow some balls. Watch some wrestling back in the day, dude. Mm-hmm. You can even watch wrestling all the way back from yeah. the 80s and 70s and still get better wrestling than some of the shit in the right. 2000s. So that's why I kind of think uh, Roman's probably going to still walk out as WWE Universal Champion. I, I think really why the 2002 were so great was because it's kind of when WCW went under and it brought everybody together. Yeah. I think that's what kept wrestling afloat at that point in time. True. So, I mean, a lot of these people that, you know, have their opinions on shit, I'm just like, I'm old school, dude. I mean... It's it's good to see Edge back, and I'm happy, and I I hope he does get it, dude. I mean, I trust me, I would love to see it. It's just, but like I said, I'm I'm on bias with this one. Whoever gets it, I'm like cool, dude, because yeah, they they've all been through hell in their own personal life, in their own personal ways. So this match is gonna it's gonna tell a story, and by the end of it, you're gonna have chills. Yes, sir. It's gonna um, be a very um, epic match. As long as Daniel Bryan doesn't win it and make it into a freaking echo-friendly title, yes, like he did no, with the no, WWE. If Daniel Bryan wins it, please WWE do not turn him heel because I don't like dealing with Daniel Bryan when he's heel. <coughs> I understand it. You like to push the the smaller dudes as heels because you know it's easier because you know they're little and annoying. They're little and annoying type thing. Yeah, but it's better when he's. Running as a uh, the ultimate underdog, even when he is champion, yeah, because he's always got that. He still always will have that chip on his shoulder of being the smaller one. Usually, when he's facing off with somebody, because um, you also, you don't have him face Rey Mysterio very often, so yeah. he's usually the smallest one in the ring at the time of the fight. So, um, so I'm really looking forward to this uh, next weekend. It's going to be amazing to watch. It's definitely going to be interesting, and it's going to be fun, and it's going to be. Packed with action, brother, and I can't wait. We're gonna we're gonna check this out. We're gonna watch this on our big screen. We're gonna have some fun with this. Hell, we may even eat some food and just have some fun, bro. Yes, sir. It's gonna be one awesome weekend. We're Two night event party, baby. WrestleMania party at our house. No one's invited. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> COVID protocols. I'm just kidding. And we don't. Right, right, we're not that protocols. bad. <laughs> we're not that bad with it. COVID test required. Ooh. Give me your vaccine passport. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're just kidding. We promise. All right. Anything else you need to add, brother? Nah, man. This was fun. And uh, yes, I hope sir. you guys enjoy this. Thank mm-hmm. you for everyone that follows and listens. And, you know, and we want to continue to grow and give you guys more uh, more content that's like this. Yes, sir. So be sure to tune in tomorrow. We do have basketball, baseball talk opening weekend. Oh, yes, it was baby. Been, it's been weekend. exciting so far. We can't wait to talk to you about some more. And, of course, basketball's been having some fun um, stories unfolding. Lakers are driving me insane with their injuries. Holy crap. i just like, ah! All right. I can't take this anymore! Uh, let's see. And then, of course, we'll have uh, more football talk for you on Tuesday with 
Also, NASCAR talk. That's right. And we got the draft coming up, brother. Draft's coming. Yes, coming sir. Quick. We're getting closer. And we're getting closer to, you know, all the good stuff that's coming, man. I'm so excited with this because I'm like, dude, as soon as the draft is done, we know what next season is going to look like. Basically, yes, sir. And then we're in the dead zone of the NFL at that right? point. Then, then it's like, after that, it's basically <laughs> nothing's happening. I'm talking about nothing but baseball and basketball yeah. and NASCAR and yep. world and of course worldwide sports talk, which we will hopefully have on the actual day next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Life happens, things happen, and it just big man gets overworked a little bit and gets tired. So. Yep. so. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. All right, so that does it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. sports.